right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Rebunked. My name is Scott, coming at you live from Nashville, Tennessee. And as you can see, I got some new digs. I got some new digs here. What is going on here? Like, it's not a green screen. I got an actual, like, wall behind me with, like, actual stuff. And uh, I'm building it out, right? Okay, so, think, you know, it's a work in progress. But, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for your patience. Last week, I didn't put out an episode. It was a crazy week. I've been moving. I got a new place. I'm really stoked and excited. Uh, very much in transition. Like my webcam broke my old one. So I went to Walmart today and bought this stupid thing that barely works. So, uh, yes, it's all a work in progress. You guys. So thank you for your patience while I'm getting set up and get reestablished. And I got big plans for the future of the show. So just uh, hang tight with me now, all that to say, right. All this infrastructure, I got to get a new camera. I got to get all this new crap. I got to get all set up. So if you guys want to support the show, if you guys get any value out of the show, um, there's a few ways that you can do it and, and it'd be very much appreciated now, you know, more than ever, you know, it's a value for value show. If you get value, just return the value. You know what I'm saying? You can go to the gifts and go gibsongo.com forward slash rebunked. Uh, that's what I call the tip jar. So if you just, uh, get anything out of the show, just drop a little tip in there, dollar, five bucks. You know what I mean? That helps. Uh, another great way is on the, the sub stack. Now I want to encourage all of you to sign up for the sub stack. It's totally free rebunked.substack.com. That's where we're pushing out articles. And then it actually acts as a mailing list. So it notifies you whenever I go live or I've got a show coming up or any announcement. So it's a, you just sign up for free, um, rebunk.substack.com. Um, and then also there's a way to do a five buck a month, uh, subscription. Cause that really helps the show, man. Like if I could get like a hundred of you guys, like 20, even 20 of you guys to do like five bucks a month, it would cover the cost of the show. And I'm not begging. I'm going to do this either way. I'm just saying, man, if y'all get anything out of the show, that'd be a great way to help support. Um, another, I haven't talked about this in a while, but truth TRS, heavy metal detox, truth TRS.com. It's a fantastic product that uh, absorbs and eliminates all the heavy metals out of your system. So if you go to truthtrs.com, um, that really helps out the show as well. Like I built this website. And so this is kind of like my uh, affiliate uh, website that I built for this product that I use. And it's fantastic. So truthtrs.com, if you're feeling like brain foggy, if you got like, you know, all kinds of ailments or, or, or if you know anybody that's got like autoimmune stuff or like even I've heard it really helps with kind of the vaccine damage stuff. And that's kind of how it first came on my radar was around like uh, kids that were hurt with childhood vaccines. Like TRS really helps that. I'm not making any medical claims here, but look into it for yourself. But truthtrs.com, zeolite, heavy metal spray, check it out. Uh, that does help the show. And then also the t-shirt shop. So rebunked.news forward slash shirts. We got all the shirts in there, all the classics. Um, we got hoodies, $30 hoodies. You can't beat a $30 freaking hoodie. Okay. We got women's shirts. We got uh, hats, beanies, stickers, all of it, rebunk.news forward slash shirts. Everything I mentioned, you can find the links to it at the website, the main website, rebunk.news, which also has other value for value options and all the social media and links to all the video and audio podcasts. So that's my spiel. Thank you guys for putting up with my spiel. You know what I'm saying? I just got to like, you know, got to do what I got to do. But in the meantime, Let's get to the meat and potatoes here. So I'm very excited to bring in my guest tonight. So uh, I've known uh, my, my guest tonight uh, for a while now, Reverend Dr. Roby Lynn Chevance. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, Roby. What's up? Can Yay, you hear me? Mr. Scott. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I got you loud and clear. Yes, indeed. Yes, Yay. indeed. So this is, this is going to be a very interesting episode. Now, my, my audience... Uh, may notice I've been doing kind of more like esoteric type shows lately, like a little bit of a departure from the vaccine conversation, which is kind of 
been my main focus over these last few years, but I got to admit, Roby, like I'm getting worn out. I'm kind of, I'm not black pilled. You know what I'm saying? I'm not there, but I'm yeah. sick of talking about the bullshit and the new world or all this crap. You know what I mean? I'm just like, okay. And, and the people know that generally on this show, I, I try to focus on solutions and stuff, but honestly, like I want to talk about like, other things like there's so much beauty and awesome stuff in the universe, you know, and maybe it doesn't, it doesn't get as many clicks because right. most people are addicted to the cortisol and the, the anger and the outrage and all that stuff. But I want to talk about the good stuff. I want to talk about leveling up. I want to talk about like this whole idea when we were talking about this idea of like this course that you offer limitless living, like that just sounds amazing. Like this whole universe and this realm or dimension, whatever you want to call it that we live in is just pure ultimate abundance at every turn. And, and, and we're conditioned to be in like a scarcity mindset. So how do we, re we're going to get into it tonight. You know, the idea of like reversing this like scarcity mindset and like just leveling up. That's what I want to do, Roby. So anyway. Yay. But, yeah. All right. I know you're on board with all that. So, so we're going to get into it, but, but, it. First, but first, 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 please. You have such a fascinating history, fascinating story. Um, if you want to give us the short version, the long version, I don't care. Give us a little bit of your background and then we'll go from there. Oh my gosh, don't give me a microphone. That's all I have to say. Uh, <laughs> first of all, before I start with that, I just have to take, I must, must, must take a moment to acknowledge you, Mr. Scott. I want to say that you personally are my hero and I know that you are a hero to a lot of people on this planet and a lot of people in your community. You are brave and courageous and fearless, and you are out there blazing a trail in frontiers and consciousness with your machete, with a lot of joy and a lot of beauty and a lot of power, speaking truth to power, uh, and you're kind and generous, and I am so grateful for you. My life is better because of you and your dedication to making this world a better place, so I just want to thank you and acknowledge okay. you for that. Well, well, thank you, Roby. That's amazing. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm trying. I'm trying. We're all just trying here, but I, that's awesome. Thank you. It's the nicest well, things I've ever heard. Well, yeah. And it's just, and that's the, that's okay. We're moving into the new age, right? We are, we are now in the, officially we are in the age of Aquarius. So we are transitioning into a new way of being. And I'm going to posture that we all know this is true. We all chose to incarnate at this time to be here for this very reason. Uh, and so that leads me to when I was born. I was born a psychic. I was born a medium. Uh, when I was a child, I experienced paranormal phenomenon on a fairly regular basis. Uh, however, I didn't think there was anything supernatural about it or paranormal about it. I thought if anybody was standing in the room that I was standing in at that particular time, that they would see and hear uh, the same things I saw. But Jesus would come to me. Mother Mary would come to me. Angels would appear. Uh, I remember waking up and the solar system was spinning, you know, in space in my bedroom. Uh, and I just knew things. I knew if people weren't telling the truth, I knew if people were ill, if they were getting ready to leave. But I grew up in a little town called Cardiff by the Sea, California, next to Encinitas, and it's pretty much the woo-wah capital of the world. Mm. So, uh, you know, it's where all the hippies were came from. 
And I was a science kid, so I wanted nothing to do with it. I never shared with anybody what I was seeing or hearing because I just thought it was normal. It wasn't really until I was 16 and my grandfather passed and he came and spoke to me on several occasions. And then my mother found out about it and she took me to a spiritualist church to have me tested. And so that's when it was discovered that I was, you know, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, you know, all the clairs. Wow. All the clairs. Wow. Yeah. All the clairs. But I wanted nothing to do with it. Like, I'm like, yeah, no, thanks. Not interested. <laughs> um, until it just became impossible to ignore. Like, I would have movie screens pop up in front of me with vignettes or spirit would paint giant capital hot pink puff paint letters in the sky <laughs> i was talking to somebody so i would just have to say okay i have to ask you a question <laughs> um but i decided that if i was going to pursue this that i was going to be credible and i was going to do it to the best of my ability uh, I had, I was a very spiritual child. I read the Bible every day on my own. I took myself to church. Um, but the church I was affiliated at, uh, at the age of 15, the pastor kicked me out <laughs> mm. <laughs> because I asked too many, I asked too many questions, but that was after I had been instantaneously healed and documented, medically documented by x-rays. Here's x-rays one day, here's x-rays the next day of a broken leg. So, which at the age of 15 is a very um, a potent experience to have that, you know, I realized at a very young age that God can do anything, spirit can do anything, that there truly is something greater than us that is working through us at all times. So I knew that. Uh, and I had great faith, great faith always. So, um, but I knew that the true message for all from all spiritual pathways to was to love your neighbor as yourself, the golden rule. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to find a spiritual path that had never persecuted anybody in the name of God. That mm. was my task that I set out with at the age of 15. You know, what's funny is my buddy, my buddy, AJ out in Oregon, who I was in a band with, I was in the band Hot Piranha. If you guys never heard Hot Piranha, go listen, go listen to Hot Piranha. That's my old band. He's an old metalhead, not old, but like he's a metalhead and his band, metal band, you can look them up too, is called In the Name of God. And that was basically the premise of the band is like all of the, because he, he was like always been like an atheist type guy, but he's like, you know, all of the horrors and atrocities that have been done in the name of God. Right. So anyway, sorry, just that reminded me of that. No, I think all of this is every person that is committed to that pathway is so needed on this planet at this mm -hmm. time, um, no matter what path or walkway they're on. Um, so I went to every church possible. And at the age of 21, I found religious science, which was founded at the beginning of the last uh, century. Uh, by a gentleman by the name of Ernest Holmes. And it's basically a, a coalescence of all of the ancient philosophies, wisdoms, and religions, but from a metaphysical standpoint, the metaphysical meaning of these ancient spiritual teachings. 
And their commitment was to create a world that works for everyone, which I thought was really beautiful. Uh, so I ultimately received a ministerial license through them. I was ultimately ordained through them, but I also received a ministerial license through a spiritualist church and an offshoot of the Berkeley Psychic Institute and received my doctorate of divinity from there. Um, you know, I mentored with a Japanese Shinto priest that specialized in instantaneous healings. I studied with a Cree Native American medicine woman. I I studied with a very famous medium that was a you know, consultant on all those crazy movies, you know, The Exorcist and The Omen and Damien. Uh, and, you know, I've studied with Tony Robbins. I've studied with, you know, Access Consciousness. I've studied Joe Ray. I attended the Arthur Finley College of Psychic Sciences in Stansted, England. So I'm a eternal student. And I ask a lot of questions. So that's my background. Um, uh, academia and science meets spirituality, meets uh, humanity and human rights, yeah. uh, kind of all rolled into one, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but never in my life did spirit, well, I will say, and I think I'm going to, I'm going to, is it okay, Scott? If yep. I come out of the closet here on your show, of course, tonight. please, of course, do it. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to make a public declaration, public announcement that I've never admitted to in public, but I'm going to do it now. All right, um, you got the exclusive I right was, here, folks. Rebug news. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I had an experience when I was a young girl. I was abducted. They don't like to call that abductions anymore. I guess they call it experiences. Uh, by the Blue Arcturians, I was taken on one of their ships, and they showed me um, video footage of future events for the planet. Very extensive okay. future events. And how old were you again? Allowed... How old? How, how old were you when this happened? I think you know I was very little. I think I might have been like three or four or five. Just okay. A little sure peanut. Because yeah. I just remember looking at this video screen and I can tell you the scenes I distinctly remember, have always remembered them my entire life. There was the assassination of JFK, which was a little interesting because that had already happened. That was the only event that had already happened. Um, but the bringing down of the Berlin Wall, the Vietnam War, uh, Kent State, Penn State, you know, where those unarmed students were shot and killed mm -hmm. on campus for peaceful protesting. Um, you know, just 9-11, uh, very clearly 9-11. Um, and then also I was aware that they kept telling me that we did not have to worry about earth being destroyed, that they had all of the technology to purify all of our water, clean all of our air, clean all of our soil, and to make nuclear waste as harmless as sand mm. and that they would not allow this planet to be destroyed, that they were prepared to intervene. Uh, and those are the things I just, I remember. And um, I did not understand that relationship. Uh, they came back for me when I was 20, 
nine when I was living out in the middle. I had horses out in the middle of nowhere outside in a little place called Katy, Texas. And I said, no, I'm not going. And in hindsight, I, now I wish I would have <laughs> I I gone. Um, but I think all of these components and all these aspects of my life have come together in this really um, satisfying tapestry for me personally, in that um, I do not fear where we are right now. I don't see it as a challenge. I see it as this is where the rubber meets the road. Like this is what we were born to do. This is why we incarnated at this time right here, right now in the United States on this planet was because we are the way showers. We are the midwives for the age of enlightenment. That's who we are. And um, so I guess the question then is, where are we? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and I love that what you said in this introduction, uh, Scott, I love that you said, I'm sick of this. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You know, I was just, yeah, I was just having um, that thought today. I was just like, I was, I, I was listening to all my, all of my shows that I was listening to. I was listening to like, like I listen to uplifting shows that don't focus on all the nonsense, but I also listen to like, I listen to like Infowars a lot. I listen to like some other shows that get into the nitty gritty of like current events. And today I was just like, oh, I'm just like kind of sick of it. Like I'll always do it. I'm always writing articles about it. I'm always covering the current topics and stuff, but it's like today in particular, I'm like, oh, and I was so grateful because I knew I, we were having this conversation tonight. And I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to like dwell on like the impending economic collapse or like any of this bullshit. It's like, ah. Oh, Uplifting stuff. So yes, yes, yes. Help yeah. me out here. Yeah. Help me out here. <laughs> yes. Okay. So so we're going in. We're going to go yes. in. Let's do so, it. So uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I, full disclosure, I, full, I love scripture. I love the words mm -hmm. of Yeshua. Uh, I don't call him Jesus for a reason. There's no J in Hebrew. Any of you people who follow Jesus's teachings, I invite you to study Hebrew. Um, but I follow his teachings because if you isolate just what has been documented, he ascribed to, he always spoke truth. He always spoke truth. And his words are metaphysically correct, always. All the other stuff that's built around him and his teachings, everything that preceded, every is inconsequential to me. Right. Uh, but he said, you know, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and joy and of a sound mind. Right. And I want to remind you that, you know, these teachings tell us that we've been given power and dominion over all things. And I stand on those spiritual teachings with complete conviction, complete certainty and complete authority. I've had so many miracles in my life. I was involved in a head-on car collision on a freeway doing 65 miles an hour in a Honda Accord without my seatbelt on. <laughs> and how that happened is a story in and of itself. And an angel appeared in the passenger side of my car, grabbed my leg so I could not put the brake on, which gave me more travel distance, which allowed the, the car that had spun out in front of me and was coming straight for me to hit the side passenger side 
and spin around and broadside me and then push me straight into the guardrail. And the paramedics told me they did not expect to pull anybody alive out of my car. But I was in a little tiny ball in the passenger floor compartment of that car. And I literally did not have a single broken bone, a single cut piece of skin. I had a concussion. That was it. Uh, however, that concussion really heightened and increased my psychic abilities, oddly enough. Oh. Yeah. So seatbelts are bullshit then, huh? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's an interesting conclusion. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, and that's just, you know, on the, you know, healing of the broken leg, I've had a lot of miracles, a lot of amazing experiences. So I know that we have power and dominion of all, over all things. I know that this three dimensional reality is not solid, that everything is just energy. And old school metaphysics, right? Which would be what, like, the movie The Secret. Do you remember the movie The Secret? I do, yeah. Um, yeah. It was basically trying to tell people that they could move matter through the manipulation of matter. And the pretense of what people took away from that teaching was a little off because it was kind of like, oh, you better think positively and you know because what you think you're going to create and if you don't like what you're experiencing what's wrong with you you better go clean up your consciousness right and you had to say positive affirmations and affirmative prayer and you had to clear your consciousness and you know you it just you know you had to make your list and you had to do your vision boards and you had you know you had to network and you had to get clear about what you were, you know, and all of that, Scott, I'm going to ask you, Yeah. if you tune, if you tune into that energetically, does all of that feel light or does all of that feel heavy? The, which part of it? Sorry. I got distracted there because you, I, I was like, damn it. Uh, Cause uh, you said the secret. Do you remember watching that movie? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was picturing something else. I just pulled it up here. No, I don't know anything about this movie. The secret. I was just looking at the, yeah, the law oh, of attraction. Yeah, was, no, I don't know anything about this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm okay, about to check that out. The law of attraction, okay. right? So, so, so when, when yeah. I, when I'm zeroing in on, on, on what exactly do I feel the light or the dark? Like all like, you know, this belief, right. That you, mm -hmm. there's something wrong with your consciousness that you have to clear mm -hmm. your consciousness, think correctly, only say positive things, delete any negative beliefs or energies, you know, through affirmations, positive prayer, vision boarding, list making, mm -hmm. like, you know, in order to be good enough so that you can actually have what you would like to have. Mm -hmm. Like, does all that feel light or does that feel kind of heavy and laborious? Uh, it feels heavy and laborious. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like I got to do it, but, but, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. You, sometimes you have to put in the work and you have to do all the stuff in order to achieve anything. Anything worthwhile is, is, is not easy. Right. And it's a lot of times the easy way out. That's the more seductive that leads us down the wrong path. Right. It, that could be, that's a possibility. It's actually but, a, one interesting yeah. point of view. Right. Yeah. And my point is that all of that is coming from this belief that there's something within us that must be overcome 
and that we have to manipulate three-dimensional matter in order to generate and create three-dimensional matter that we would like to have. Okay. And that's kind of slogging through very dense reality. Can you see that? Yes. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yep. So, but we are now in the age of enlightenment, right? Yeah. And what is the age of enlightenment? We are, everything is now about energy and frequency. Mm-hmm. Nikola Tesla said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So now we know more, right? We know more than we did a hundred years ago. You know, we've got quantum mechanics, quantum physics, non-local reality. You know, we're finding that, you know, a wave observer particularizes that, you know, if we uh, affect a particle in this portion of the universe, a particle responds on the other side of the universe at the exact same time. So there's a lot that we are aware of now, and it really boils down to energy and frequency and vibration. That's it. So when we realize that we are made from God mana, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's no other energy in the universe. There's only universal energy. That's it, right? And science tells us that energy never dies. It just changes shape. And so we are made in the image and likeness of that one infinite power. And so we are eternal beings. We are infinite beings, just as energy is infinite. Life is infinite. So too are we. And life is happening through us. It is not happening to us. However, it is up to us to discover that truth because we were born with free will. So I'm going to wrap this back around to what you were saying at the beginning of the podcast. And that was, I'm so tired of all of this. So Yeshua said to be in the world, but not of it. And he said, I have overcome the world. What he meant by that was, I understand metaphysical law, right? And we are not bound by worldly laws, right? We are free when we master and understand metaphysical law. And that is, it is done unto me as I believe. It is done unto you as you believe. And so where we are now, and this is what Limitless Living is all based on, is that we are pre-wired as human beings. We're actually some of the most marvelous beings in all of the universes, Like human beings, we have the capacity to embody all light spectrums. We have the capacity to embody all frequencies. So we're very unique from other tribes in the solar system. And so we have this ability uh, to be aware of energy in a heightened way. However, in this life, we have been conditioned to make three-dimensional reality more real, right? So we think it's real, right? And we have moved through our life reacting and responding to what has already occurred instead of being at cause and generating our reality. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's so much of everything. In fact, like that's 
the whole point, like, like, like the frustration, I think a lot of it has to do like the fact of we're literally just responding to stimulus, like whatever that is. It's like, Oh, whatever the bad guys are doing, like the new world order, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, like we're just constantly in a state of reacting to what they're doing and trying to talk about what they're doing when it's like, no, 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 no. I need to be over here at the, at the cause at the point and manifesting forward. That's what I need to hear. That's yes. it right there. Yes. Yes. That's yes. it. Now, mm -hmm. that being said, what this Luciferian cabal is doing its best to accomplish is to keep us in that battle thinking that three-dimensional reality is real and there's something that we have to fight against. Mm -hmm. Because then that's all we are focusing on is what we have to fight against. And now they've got us, right? We're in a, we're in a trap and a trap and a trap and a trap. It's like the Chinese handcuffs, right? We can't get out. That's right where they want us. Yeah. But spiritual law says we can be in the world, but we don't have to be of it. So that means we can be completely aware of all of the shenanigans of these misguided entities. However, we do not have to fear them. We mm. do not have to give our power over to them. We do not have to be affected by them that we are the sole authors of our own reality. I always say life is a hologram. It is our hologram. Life is not happening to me. It is happening through me. That's my mantra, right? Yeah. So we get to have life on our terms. And that means some of us may choose to fight the fight. Some of us may consciously say, this is what I came to do. I'm going to be a political activist. I'm going to be a social anarchist. You know, I'm going to be a protester. I'm going to, you know, jump into the political game and email and call our, you know, political representatives. Some people that may be their path because that path brings them great joy. Right. So yeah. that may be their path. There may be other people, I know many people who just pray. They love to pray. And they love to just channel light and be the presence of that frequency of light and love and truth and beauty and wisdom and all of those higher frequency aspects of God. And that's what they're choosing to do is to just pray, you know? And then I know, you know, there's those of us who are teachers. There's those of us who are farmers and organic gardening. There's some of us who are you know, a food forest specialist. There's some of us who are sounding the alarm about nutritional choices. So everybody gets to be in their lane doing what they are called to do. However, comma, and <laughs> I think where uh, a, a component of that that has been missed is we can still be prosperous, we can still thrive, we can still have joy in our lives, and we can still live a life that is beyond our wildest dreams. We can still have all of it. I agree with possible. that. I agree with that. In fact, I would argue, I would make the argument that as you know, the 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 darkness kind of increases, that's our opportunity to step up to the plate. You know, I talk about this a lot on my show, but like, you know, there's two different types of people who 
well, people had basically two different types of responses to the the lockdowns and the COVID situation. There are those that kind of fell under the spell of the fear. And there are those who said no and rose above it and thrived. And like, I have never leveled up or thrived as much in my entire life as I have in the last three or four years through all of this, right? Yeah. All the things that I thought were important yes. to me were taken from me and I was forced to find a different path. And I stayed rooted in what I believe to be tr the truth and, and my principles and, and it's delivered me to where I'm at today. Right. And so, and I'm just like, and it's getting even better and better every day. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it was just, it was just me staying true to myself and staying true to what I knew was the right thing to do is what brought me here. And so, yes, as the world has increasingly become a scarier and more terrifying place, like if we just stay rooted in what we know is true, you can, we can all kind of just thrive through this. Like I, 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 I'm right there with you with the white pill and the hope and all that stuff. Like bring it on. Like if I've learned anything these last few years, it's like the crazier they make it, the better my life is going to be because you know what I mean? Like I yeah. refuse to cave or, or capitulate to them. Like, so bring it on. Like, yeah, make it get crazier. Like, like shut everything down. Like start a war. I don't care. Like I'm going to keep leveling up through all the way through it, man. Yeah. And, you know, I want to remind you, there was more millionaires made during the American Depression than any other time in the history of our country. Whoa, right? I didn't know that. That's a fun fact. So, yeah. So there's always possibilities. And what I also want to just kind of interject mm -hmm. during the pan the pandemic. Right. Can yeah. I say that? on oh, this? Yeah. You can say anything you want. Answer. Bill Gates. Bill Gates okay. is, is a murderous <laughs> psychopath. Joe Biden's a pedophile. <laughs> vaccines kill. All vaccines kill. All vaccines kill. 100%. You can say whatever you want. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, oh no, oh, did yeah. I just get you censored? Okay. No, good. I don't. I'm so not on anything. I'm not, a, I'm not on any platform that will censor me. So it's great. Okay, Fuck good. YouTube. So I'll just say this. <laughs> <laughs> They don't, they don't, they don't get my awesome content. They don't get blessed with my awesome content. I haven't posted on YouTube right. in years. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I want to interject this because I also want to acknowledge with great compassion and empathy that there are multitudes of people who have suffered through this tragedy. You know, there are people who have lost loved ones, you know, through the pandemic and the shutdowns. Like you said, people have lost their jobs, their income, their homes. Uh, but more importantly, some people lost the volition for their careers. They, you know, they lost their their evolutionary path that they were on, you know, before maybe their business got completely eradicated. So I, I, I want to not give the illusion that I'm candy coating over that. Right. Sure. However, what I do want to say about that is this, because I was one of those people, you know, I had a spiritual center in San Diego that I had worked from ground zero that I built and created by myself, not well with a couple of beautiful people, but from the ground up. And we, our church got closed immediately. Like we could not congregate as a church. Right. And, um, uh, my income disappeared and, you know, it was a, it was a challenge uh, and it altered the trajectory of my career. And but I want to say this is this what I call the quiet time, you know, this reset 
where what I all of my um, what some call stabilization points, you know, those those external three dimensional things that I used to identify myself as that I used as my security system, my security blanket, you know, my title, my job, my income, my home, my friend, like all those qualifiers went away. And I was forced to just be with myself. And while that was very painful, it was very painful. It was very challenging. Now that I'm on the other side of it, I can say confidently it was the greatest, best thing that ever happened to me. Because, uh, and there's a scripture that says what man meant for harm, God means for good. And what it did was it gave me time to clear my programs, clear my belief systems, like clear, like really uh, investigate what was I choosing to believe in? Where was I putting my time and attention and energy? What was my mission? What was my vision? What brought me joy? And I'm on the other side of it now. And I have to say, I have more freedom in my spiritual expression. I, you know, the uh, religious organization I was associated with did not honor my psychic tools and gifts and actually told me that uh, I was not allowed to perform them in my center. Uh, And so now I'm free to bring all of me to the table and be a contribution with all of the gifts that God has bestowed upon me to the fullest extent of what I'm capable of being. And I have peace of mind and there's been immense grace. I've, you know, I was gifted by people who, who contributed to me. I've had people show up to loan me money. I had people that, you know, have helped me recreate such as yourself to recreate my world. And uh, it's just been an enormous blessing, an enormous blessing. So I'm going to say that even if we have experienced what would appear to be loss, um, I believe it's possible for those losses to actually, when we really look at them, to not be losses at all, but to be immense gains, just like you said you've experienced in your life, you know? Yep. Yep, absolutely. Like what you described there, I can totally relate. That was my exact same story, different, you know, specifics, different circumstances, but everything that I had identified myself with, everything that I'd built up was taken from, well, it was like the show I used to do. I used to do a different podcast, right? And we, we had some success with it, right? And, and, and I ended up leaving the show. There was a bunch of drama and like, it was crazy because like my whole identity was wrapped around that show and like, like my whole... 24 hour focus was how to make that show the best thing possible. And then it was nothing. And then when I started this show rebunked, it was like, I'd, I'd gotten to the, like the top of the, what I perceived was like, you know, the top of the, the game and, and like, and then starting over with like zero listeners, zero downloads. Like, it's just like, Oh my God, it's the most shockingly crazy thing I've ever experienced. But that was just one little thing. And then yeah, everything to do with life before COVID was just like taken away. And then it's just like, what, who am I? What do I do? Right. But, the, and, and at the time it was scary. It was terrifying. And, but now it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Totally the best thing that ever happened to me. So I totally relate to that. Right? I've taken that. I've internalized that lesson 
I've internalized that lesson to the point where now when I'm going through struggle, I can really like almost like while it's happening, be like, oh, well, I know that this not only will this be resolved like this too shall pass, but also there is something here. There's something that's being taught to me or there's some lesson, you know, there's something happening right here that I need to overcome. And like, I know I'm going to be delivered out of this a much better person for having gone through it, you know? And so it almost helps in the moment in real time. And I've, I've had that experience. So thank God, bring it on, bring on the challenge, right? It's the idea of being anti, like I've heard it described as being anti-fragile, anti-fragility. Anti-fragile is not being okay with aversions and, and, and negative things happening, but actually being like, Hell yeah. Like enthusiastic about it. Like anti-fragile, like, like walking straight into it, just being like, bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Ernest Holmes, the founder of religious science said it's much more powerful to be for something than against anything. Yeah. Right. Access consciousness. Their motto is the definition of consciousness is allowing for everything, judging nothing. So what okay. we get, like, here's the, here's the apex of this, Scott. This is, uh, this is the lowest common denominator of the litmus test right here. When we finally realize okay. that the only game we're playing is in the holy and sacred now, that every moment mm-hmm. we have the power to choose, and it's our choices that direct our reality. And that we can, no matter how bad it looks, no matter whatever three-dimensional reality is doing outside of us, we always have the ability to choose. We can choose again, we can choose again, and we can outcreate whatever situation that we're currently in. And we can choose to see something as negative or we can choose to see something as positive. For instance, I actually believe the reason why we are now aware of all of the evil that has been taking place right mm-hmm. heretofore you know behind the red velvet curtain is because there's more light on the planet now there's more awareness there's more consciousness and uh, also we have the internet has become our best friends right there's we have greater power because we can join together You know, scripture says where two or more are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. It takes two things to create a third thing. So when you and I come together and join our consciousness in an aligned agreement, that actually creates a third experience, a third possibility, a third probability, actually. And so what I teach people is to pay no attention to three-dimensional reality, number one. Number one, pay no attention to three-dimensional reality. Nothing defines you, nothing stops you, nothing blocks you, nothing hinders you. You know, I, I am not advocating to not do therapy, but I'm just saying, if you're convinced that your inner child is wounded and it needs to be healed, you're, you're gonna experience your inner child being wounded and needing to be healed, right? Um, And that may be an awareness and that may be accurate. However, it's not necessary for you to simply choose. So it's kind of like, you know, Werner Earhart from S said, you know, chocolate or vanilla, choose, just choose, right? So what does that mean for us? What it means is when we turn away from three-dimensional reality 
and we bring our attention and our intention back to center, right? The kingdom of heaven is right here. It's at hand. It's right where we are. When we pay attention to ourselves, we are that one. Like every single cell in our body is made from infinite intelligence. And all of the spaces in between ourselves and there's billions of functions taking place in our body with impeccable intelligence, right? So when oh, yeah. we pay attention to our awarenesses, like this is heavy, this is light, this like gets me excited, this makes me happy, do that. Choose for that. But choose it without saying, okay, well, I really want this, but then I'm gonna have to do A, and then I gotta, you know, I gotta come up with my business cards and my 30 second elevator speech, and then I've gotta find funding, and then I've gotta, like that, then all of a sudden, can you feel, if you just feel into the energy of that, that gets very heavy instantly. But if you just say, I'm having this, right? I'm choosing for this. But now what I teach in my classes is the power of asking questions. Because the error that most of us make, it's how our school systems have programmed us that we have to figure it all out on our own. We have to figure out what the right answer is. And that's not how creation works. If we are living in an infinite universe with infinite potential that is constantly creating birthing into newness. How do we access that when we have a limited knowledge, limited consciousness? If we try to create from what we think we should do, what we think we want, what we think is the right thing, what we think is going to make us happy, we're only choosing from a menu that's this big. <laughs> it's mm. just, and there's this whole realm of possibility out there in the universe. So how do we bridge our reality between our conscious mind and infinite intelligence? And that is through the power of asking questions. Okay. So well, I as a podcaster, that. as a podcaster, I'm very curious about this, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's all I do is ask questions. So yeah, no, this is amazing. I love it. God, I yeah. actually really love that because it's like when I think, when I think I know what's right for me. Or what I think I know, you know, I want in the future. It's like that's limiting me to such a small window. But I need to be open to much more than that because it's always it's 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 never quite what you want. But it's always I've, I've had that experience many many times. Like I talk about it in the context of like recovery, right? Like my my story with like recovery and from addiction and all that. It's like I, I've had instances within that context where it's like, I feel like I've like maxed out, like in terms of like the gifts that I've been given through that or, you know, stuff like that, like realizations I've had, um, you know, helping other people. Like, I feel like I've maxed out at certain levels. And then all of a sudden something new is revealed to me. And it's like this whole other plateau and universe I never even conceived of before. And it's really fascinating to continue to continuously have those realizations and awakenings, you know, as you go. So being open to those, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll share with you an example from my life after the pandemic. Um, I was short on cash. I burned through my life savings in two years time. And I lived in a big, beautiful uh, executive home, you know, high end home in, in California. And I was like, okay, 
let me think about this. And I was like, okay, I wonder, the question I asked was this, I wonder how my house can make me money because people would come to my home and they're like, oh my gosh, this is like a resort, you know? And I was thinking, oh, I could have retreats or classes, workshops. But I asked the question, I wonder how my house can make me money. And I asked that question for three days and the phone rang and it was a real estate agent. And she said, do you want to rent your house? And my first response, instant response was, no, I don't want to rent my house. This is my sanctuary, right? And hung up. Next day, phone rings. It's a girlfriend of mine. Hey, Rope, I'm at this conference and there's this woman here. She's a CEO and she just got a new job and she's looking to rent an executive home in North County. And she's literally describing your house. Would you want to rent your house out? And she's willing to pay. And she named the number, which was more than what the market was at that time. And she'll pay a year in advance. But now I went, oh, wait a minute. I've been asking the question. I wonder how my house can make me money. So that possibility bubbled up out of that question, which led me to then have to ask another question. So my mm -hmm. question was, okay, so if I rented my house out, where would I go? And immediately, I mean, it was like this fountain like in me that just came out and I was like, oh, I'm going to go live in Rome. Oh my God, I'm going to go live in Rome for a year. Rome's my favorite city in the world, right? Sure. So I was like, done, done. Three weeks later, literally, I was on a plane to Rome. Whoa. And this everything worked out. This, they wanted to rent my house furnished. I had a three-car garage. They let me put my personal effects in one of those garage spaces. It was easy. Like It was just like boom, 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 done. I had no itinerary, had no plans. I just had one little one bedroom apartment by the Coliseum. And that was it. And that led to me having the most magical year of my life wow. where I ended up living with a princess in Rome. I went to uh, Ireland and, you know, got to ride horses up the mountains and across the moors. I uh, ended up in Australia met with Aboriginal medicine men, saw crazy miracles, had paranormal phenomena in New Zealand toward, you know, was hosted in, man in a mansion with, you know, wineries and all the beauty in New Zealand. You know, it was the most amazing year of my life. And I had, I just kept living the question for a year. And everywhere I went, I met people like us who loved me, welcomed me into their homes, hosted me, you know, stayed, you know, on Italian islands and, you know, it was just, it was, it was fabulous. It was amazing. That's amazing. So that's I'm going to ask, I'm gonna ask a, asking questions. Okay. I'm going to ask a question right now. How can this damn podcast make me money? Anybody, anybody out there? Hello? Knock, knock. Anybody listening? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, this is the, no, it's fine. It's fine. This is the, this is the plight of a well, podcast. No. I was just talking, I was just talking about it with my, uh, my friend, the ancient ninja in the chat there. What's up? Ancient ninja who is also starting, who's uh, uh, doing a podcast and go follow her on uh, Instagram and everything. But that was the conversation that we were having was that, you know, I don't do this for the money, right? Like the, it's, it's literally the connections I've made doing this show, like the people that have come into my life and, and the, and the, the, the people that I have on my phone that I got, that I've been able to like, you know, cultivate friendships and, and professional connections with, blows my mind I've, I've gotten to interview my heroes i've like gotten to like have like so many amazing people come into my orbit because of this show and, and all the projects i'm involved in it's a direct result of being on this microphone 
which is beyond priceless, right? You know what I mean? And so that's that's what it's all about yeah. right there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I wonder, you know, what some questions could be that you could ask. Like, and when we ask questions, we don't try to figure out the answers and we're not looking for the answers from three-dimensional reality. When we ask a question, we're actually now engaging the entire universe to conspire on our behalf. And the universe mm. will always deliver something to us greater than we could ever even imagine, right? Like we couldn't even, I couldn't even imagine, I didn't even think I could afford to travel around the world, you know, in almost first class, but I did. It wasn't my doing. I just kept asking questions. So a good question would be, I wonder how I could make more money than I could ever imagine with mm. ease and grace. I wonder, you know, I wonder, I wonder where I can be the greatest contribution on the planet. That's another great question, right? Um, and then don't define it. Don't define it because who there's infinite possibilities for you, Scott. It's like, it could be by means of this podcast, or there could be somebody who's founding a new company that's, you know, sees something in you and says, Hey, I want you to be our president or our vice president of social outreach, or I don't know, like you could come up with 20 stories and that could be a new thing for you where you're just like, wow, this is amazing, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. And the other thing is what can, uh, the question that I always ask is what can I do today to make more money right away? You know, and just be willing to show up uh, however you need to show up. You know, I mean, you know, I do private readings, you know, psychic and mediumship readings. I do spiritual coaching. I have classes that I teach. Uh, you know, I sell real estate in Nashville. Like, you know, yeah. I just, yeah. but I love all of it. I love all of it, you know, and it works for me. I'm, you know, I'm you know, living a easy life with a lot of joy, meeting a lot of beautiful people. And no matter where I go, even if I'm getting my nails, because my commitment is to inspire people to live the life of their dreams. That's, that's my, that's my gig, right? Yeah. So I can, I can be that presence. I can be that inspiration. If I'm getting my nails done, if I'm selling a house, if I'm, speaking one-on-one -on -one to somebody in the grocery store line. It doesn't have to have a container that says this is spiritually groovy and this is not, right? This is going to forward me as a human being and my contribution. This is not. We just get to be that living expression that which we really already are at all times, knowing that all of it blesses us, all of it, like through contribution. We're always receiving greater good. We're always, you know, being sustained. We're always being lifted up. Like, you know, scripture says, you know, prove me here with, you know, where I will not pour you out a blessing so great that you cannot contain it. Right. Yeah. And that's, the, that's the other thing we have to be willing. We have actually, this is the biggest trick is we have to be willing to receive more than we've ever received before. Mm. Not totally. easy for some of us. Not easy. <clears throat> no, totally. Right. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I could relate. Yeah. 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 So I got so I have a few, because we go, go, ahead, ahead. go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. Go. <laughs> I told you, don't give me a microphone. No, I love uh, it. That's what we're here for. I... <laughs> so I'm just going to say, like, a lot of us 
have to get that we deserve it. Not from a place, uh, not from the definition of deserving that we earned it, but deserving from a place of simply by virtue of the fact that we were born and we're a human being, right? That, you know, God has given, you know, has laid the banquet table for us, but it's us up to us to receive it. It's up to us to have it, to take it, right? Yeah. And so that's what I teach my students is I teach them to not be bound by three-dimensional reality. They are not defined by anything that has happened in their past, that right in this holy and sacred moment, they can choose and they can choose powerfully that which brings them joy with ease. They can stand on spiritual law. And so I teach them how energy works, right? How to manipulate energy. They, uh, I'm getting ready to, to uh, finish writing a book called Frequency, Mastering the Science and the Spirit of Energy and Putting it to Work for You. Um, wow. And then uh, asking questions and really getting that the universe has our back all the time. Like we can yep. absolutely rely on the universe for this grand partnership that's greater than anything we could ever imagine, you know, and we yes. have to be, we have to be willing to be greater than we ever thought ourselves to be and stronger than we ever knew ourselves to be. And we get to be happier than we ever thought possible. It's all possible. <clears throat> Absolutely. That, that, that I'm totally on board with all that. So, Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Stop there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's great. I love it. I love it, Roby. Like this Yay. is all such good stuff. And then, and, and um, I do have a couple questions and then I want to uh, have you tell us a little bit about your course a little bit further, but uh, first one is, and this is uh, okay. back in the rumble chat. Uh, Yellow bird Willie says, I think some people just have, this is from earlier in the show and you were talking about your, um, uh, realization about your uh psychic abilities it says i think some people just have this ability but are afraid to tell others about it and that was one of the things i was going to ask you is like do you believe that all people possess these uh psychic abilities or this this, this unique ability to tap into like the same like this the same way you're tapped in like what are your thoughts on all that absolutely we are all uh born with this capacity we're all hardwired for it with our pineal gland and hypothalamus and uh all of our endocrine systems so uh i have had friends in my world who had no didn't hear anything see anything sense anything feel anything and they took psychic development classes and became very gifted uh, psychics and energy healers. So we can absolutely cultivate those skills and gifts. Absolutely. hundred percent. Some of us are blessed by being born this way. Uh, so we can be born. Some of us have head injuries that we can have head injuries that will cause you to be psychic, like very aware all of a sudden also very high fevers for an extended period of time can alter the synapse in your brain that's going over the pineal gland. And that can cause you to have uh, heightened psychic abilities, but then you can also learn it. So yes, we can okay. all be aware. Okay. Interesting. And so it's like a skill that can be cultivated. That's amazing. And, and do you help people yep. with that? Is that something that you do? Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, great. Yes, so absolutely. the other, the other question, I have a psychic I, development class too. Psychic development class. Okay. You guys, this is awesome. Uh, the other question I have, so you've referred, you've referred a lot to, uh, the teachings of, uh, what did you say? Yeshua? Is that what it is? Is that how you pronounce it? Or Yeshua. how do you pronounce yeah. it? 
Yeshua, yeah. Yeshua, the teachings of Yeshua, yeah, uh, uh, Yeshua. scripture, all this stuff. One of the problems that I've, I wouldn't, I shouldn't say problems, but uh, as a conspiracy truther guy that's always questioning everything, it's like you look at like the King James version of the Bible and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, but it was written by some dude, some king, like, right? How do I know that that's like actually the word of God or like, like what Jesus actually said or like, like what, how do I know that it's not just a bunch of bullshit? So what would be in your estimation and out of all of your research, what would be the best, most legitimate source to get the true word of God or like the true teachings of Jesus and what Jesus actually said? Like, where do I find that? Oh, okay. So here's my disclaimer. Everybody yeah. gets to be on their path, whatever. Path sure, sure, is. sure. So no, I'm not asking you personally, like, like where, where exactly. And I'm not trying to just do yes. anybody else's, but like in your yeah, yeah. journey, your path, where have yes. you arrived as far as that? Yes. Um, well, so I don't believe personally for me, it's about, um, the literal word of God as scripture. I believe it as an inspirational text, um, which is a big difference. Uh, also because I have my doctorate in comparative religions, uh, you know, I believe that there's metaphysical truths and spiritual truths on, in all pathways. I like, I say totally. our God created all the races, all the geographies, all the cultures, all the languages, and he would not create us and leave us without a way to commune with it. And so whether you're Hindu, Buddhist, you know, Zoroastrian, uh, you know, whatever, um, uh, as I believe in every pathway that's based in love with the golden thread of truth that runs through it. That being said, I, um, just read the Bible and I read whatever version was sitting around, but I also read the metaphysical Bible dictionary. And I also studied religious science. Uh, and I also studied, many other religions. So I got more of a metaphysical, the metaphysical meaning behind the words that are attributed to Yeshua. Uh, I want to remind people that he was an Essene rabbi and the Essenes were a very, very radical sect that had been banished out into the desert, but they all possessed um, paranormal abilities. They were very advanced mystics. And a lot of people don't know the history of Yeshua. They just, they haven't studied that. So, um, yeah, I believe there's a metaphysical meaning that is universally applied behind any inspirational scripture. And you can find it in any inspirational scripture. Does that help you? Yeah, totally, totally. And definitely. I think that, the individual... Yeah. The individual will be drawn to the scripture that inspires them that's required for their evolutionary pathway in the right moment. How's Beautiful. That? Beautiful. I love that. I love that. Okay, good. Oh, cool. So you've got, uh, so I've had the fortune of being uh, kind of brought into your world to help with some of your projects and stuff. And then I know that you've got a lot of cool stuff on the horizon. I personally want to learn more a lot about a lot about it. Now, have you seen like your uh, your podcast is up now? Did you see that? on Spotify. Did you see I that yet? I've got, I have to okay. talk. I, I saw, I've got notification. Check this out. Check so this out. I'm, I'm going to show you. This is the big reveal for you. So this is on Spotify right oh, now. Look at that. I haven't seen Look at that. Isn't it. that oh. cool? You haven't seen that yet? Yeah. Isn't that rad? 
There you go. So everybody, like uh, Roby just got a so so I've been helping Roby with his getting her podcast set up. And so hacking the matrix, which is amazing because there's no podcast yet that has the, the words hacking the matrix. So we, we claimed it. Roby's claimed it. So look at that, hacking the matrix with the Reverend Dr. Roby Lynn Shabons. So there's a lot coming, folks. We got websites, we got all kinds of projects coming. So that's awesome. There's the first episode is up there. So go check that out. Go subscribe. Go show her some love. Look at that episode one spiritual principles of success. So if you guys like what you've heard here, what you guys, if, if you like what you've heard so far here tonight, go listen to episode one about the spiritual principles of success. I mean, that is just like right in line of what I want to be listening to right now. So anyway, go subscribe, Hacking the Matrix right now on Spotify. I think we're still working on getting it out on the other platforms. Um, and uh, but yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, so that's that is exciting. So awesome. <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's so rad. Yeah, I just that's checked so that cool. as we were. Right here. Yeah, yeah. So exciting. So Tell us about your Limitless Living course. I really want to learn more about this. Oh, you are and, so and also, I will, I will uh, say, you guys, uh, uh, what I was oh. going to say, too, before we get going, is that, you guys, in the episode description below, okay. um, there is a link that you guys can go to learn more. And that's what we're looking at right here. It's this on um, the New Earth Almanac. Shout out to Karem and Marcy and the team over at the New Earth Almanac. But uh, click the link in the episode description to go to this page. And, uh, Roby, tell us a little bit more about it. Wow. Okay. Well, it's a 12 week course. We meet on Monday nights via zoom uh, for two hours, two, I think it's yeah, for two hours. And I basically take you through almost everything we kind of touched on tonight. Uh, I teach you how to read energy. Uh, I teach you how to cultivate your intuition, the power of asking questions. Uh, I break down the technology of the power of choice and choosing. Uh, and I just guide you through completely rewiring and reprogramming your brain. Um, what I love about this teaching is a lot of old school spiritual teachings teach you to be communing with spirit while you are doing some sort of a spiritual practice, right? Like you're going to get into an altered state while you're meditating or while you're chanting or you know, while you're in contemplation. Uh, this course teaches you to do what scripture says, what Yeshua said is to pray without ceasing, meaning to be in constant communion with spirit, where you are walking with spirit, with the universe, knowing that the universe has your back, asking the universe what for what you would like to have and receive who you'd like to be, what you would like to experience in your world. Uh, and just allowing it with a lot of ease and a lot of joy and a lot of lightness. Uh, and it's possible. We've been programmed to think that life is hard, right? We've been programmed. And if we, you know, turn away from three-dimensional reality, we can maneuver through these challenges um, that are being thrown at us currently uh, with a lot of ease and a lot of goodness and um really kind of have the life of our dreams a life beyond what we ever thought was possible uh wow. and i've got you know testimonial after testimonial from you know the class i'm currently currently teaching every single student in the class bought a new house within a year of each other every student oh. except for one because she already lived on the bluffs overlooking the pacific ocean in del mar <laughs> wow yeah wow. 
So yeah, okay. it's it, we have a lot of fun. We laugh a lot, and uh, we get to see how our judgments, decisions, and conclusions that we just have decided are true have limited us. That we're not limited by anything outside of ourselves. That it's just been our own beliefs, and so I get you out of that. So Amazing. That you can have a uh, a lot more fun with life. Okay. Amazing. I love that. Okay. Well, Roby, thank you so much. This has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I hope the people listening got something out of it and are kind of curious for more because I want, I want some more of this. I want some more of this. So we're gonna have to have you back like regularly for like a motivational pep talk, like every couple months or something <laughs> like that or something like that. Cause like pull me out of the Bill Gates bullshit every now and then. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that yeah, sounds awesome. And, so. and I, I love all that stuff too. I'm obsessed with it as I well. know, I, I love just, it, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't base my life on it. And I just have to say a little disclaimer, Scott, you angel, you are, you're just <laughs> now helping me get this all on social media and my website launched. So if you're interested in the class, please just email me right now um, because I'm not, we don't, we'll probably have well, Scott's going to build my website for me. So yeah, we'll hopefully the on, next, right? hopefully the next week, hopefully the next week or two, and then once we get all the stuff, all, all your infrastructure in place, we'll have to have you back on, and we'll just promote it and shout it out and all that stuff. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what, what's your email? What's the best way to get a hold of you, Roby? Uh, it's just my name, Roby Shavants at gmail.com. Perfect, and that's R O B Y C H E V A N C E for everybody that's listening. And then I'll add that to the episode description so you guys, by the time you hear this, you can just click below and uh, shoot her an email and uh, good to go. So, Roby, thank you so much. This has been very inspiring. Um, I'm gonna go ask the universe some questions right now. Like I'm gonna say, like, what do I, what do I want to eat for dinner? Is one? No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I'm manifesting some like <laughs> awesome. I'm thinking like some. Uh, chicken and salad or something like that. I don't know what I'm going to manifest after this, but uh, I mean, it's going to be limitless, limitless dinner. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, it's going to be, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Awesome. Roby, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and coming on and uh, we'll just catch up soon. And the rest of you guys out there. Thank you, Angel. Thank you. The rest of you guys listening out there. I got an, uh, another fantastic episode coming up next week. Uh, Rebunk.news is the website. That's where you can find all the links to follow and support the show. And uh, much love to all of you. And just, uh, yeah, keep it real out there. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.